With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showtime. Love Talk Radio. All right. Sunday night, late night radio. What fun. Up this morning, looking for my shoes. Look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Here on Francie and Friends, 
You know who I feel like every time I say that? I remember the, the Bachelor host, um, what was his name, Mark? Mark. Uh, anyways, Bachelor host, every time he says, uh, this is going to be the most dramatic season we've ever had. Like every season I don't know, I never watched the show. Uh-oh. Yeah, me either. Don't worry. Oh no! Oh. You, you sounded like uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, the the show host uh, in the sixties. Uh, um, oh, I forgot his name too. But Ed Sullivan. Ed Martindale. There we Ed, go. Ed Sullivan. Oh, okay. We're gonna have a really big show. <laughs> We're gonna have a really big show. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really exciting. But honestly, I'm gonna have to say this show's gonna be really exciting because. You know, we got our good, we got, we got our little buddy on tonight. Well, he's the guest. Well, he's here every night. That's the, you know, he's here yeah, every I'm night. Kind of the guest for guest and host. I guess I'm doing double you duty. You are right? the guest because you had a really great weekend. By the way, we are joined by Tom Sawyer. Hey, William. We are hey, also. Hey, Tom. Hey. Hey. We are also hey, joined by our newest birthday boy, William Brower. A leprechaun birthday hey. at that. Leprechaun Aye. Birthday. Yeah. We, we, we're going to start, call, we're gonna start calling you the little leprechaun. You yeah. are the little the- leprechaun. Well, that'll work just fine, even though I'm almost six two. Yeah, well, anybody gives you a problem about it, just tell them to kiss your shillelagh. So, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Works for well, me. Hey, dirty mind's a terrible thing to waste. So, you know. Indeed. We are also joined by the great author and publisher of Black Betsy books, and he's kind of our boss, if you think about it. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm here. You're hey. here. Hi, Nick. Hey, hey Nick. everybody cheer, because uh, you know who is here. So now let's start <laughs> the show. So, kids, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Before we start the show... Uh, I do have a couple of show announcements. Uh, like I mentioned, tonight we do have the legendary, the awesomely cool Tom Sawyer, because he had a kick-ass weekend this weekend. So uh, he's going to tell us all about it, and he's also going to talk to us about his books. And I love it when we highlight you guys. Well, thank you. I really do. I think that's fantastic. I, I love it. Well, just, I love it when you guys are the guests because, you know, it's going to be fun. And because and, and, we're going to promote you guys. So I love it when you guys are the guests. Um, okay, so we got Tom Sawyer tonight. Very happy. Very excited. Um, okay, I did tell you guys I do have a big show announcement. Cool. Are yep, you ready, ready for it? Waiting with are you ready breath. for it? Yep, taking a breath right now. Okay. Breathing. Next week, we have got the son of the legendary soul singer, 
Sounds good too. Once we get about okay. the air next week, let's all go into a rendition of "For He's a Jolly Good Fellow." I think that okay. should be the opening song. I we think that, that. He, is, he he has he has definitely gone through a lot, and you know, and he he went through a lot, all for love. All Francie for love. can probably uh, he could she could probably you could probably Francie uh, uh, find and download. Uh, a uh, rendition of the uh, 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 national a- anthem of uh, Ukraine, maybe. maybe. That might mm-hmm. be a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that also, is true. Also as well, too, uh, you know, a really, really great motivational song I have in, in my uh, repertoire. The uh, singer's name is Rodney Atkins, and the name of the song is called If You're Going Through Hell. It's actually based off of a uh, quote from Winston Churchill that says, if you're going through hell, just keep going. If you're going through hell, <laughs> keep on going, don't slow that, down. I, yep, I love you that know song. it. Yeah, oh, no, very well, I, very well. Song. Yeah, I've, I've heard love that Rodney song. Atkins, too. So, oh, you know, uh, Francie, another, another song that you could play next week uh, in honor of Gemini is... Um, um, I've got to get away. I've got to fly away. Let me grab it. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely hate that song. Yeah, he did. He flew when away. I, when I worked at my, when I was the manager at that movie theater, we had these little CDs that came in once a month, and it said movie tunes. And you play that CD, and you keep looping it throughout the day. And for five months, that song was on that CD. Every time I opened up the new CD and they gave the song list, I was like, please don't let let me get away. Sure enough, for five months, I was tortured by that song. Have you missed a song? Show up at least 15 minutes early so you too can enjoy movie tunes. (laughs) I think the guy who did it was Mark Mark Aniston. I think that I think that's who Welcome to Movie Tunes. I am Mark Aniston and we're going to walk you through some of the and he do like all these little announcements like yeah, coming up this month we got this movie and then here we go with another song. Ah, hated movie tunes. And you couldn't skip the song because the whole thing was one track. Ah. No. So I would hear, I got to get away, I got to fly away. For five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, With ten you. times a day. Every time I opened it up, I was like, please don't let that song be on there. There it was. 
Another month. Please don't let that song be on there. There it was. Okay, anyways, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, also, another big show announcement. You guys absolutely adore him. I've been talking to him tonight. Uh, he's, he's totally down for it. Chuck Chapman is going to be here on April the 10th. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Also, uh, one more announcement. Of course, if you go to HonestAmish.com, you get all these great merchandise for beard and mustache, everything you need to take care of your beard and mustache. The honest people at Honest Amish will be there to help you. And don't forget, if you use the promo code TALKINGBEARDS, you will get 15% off of your order and they are now a part of NASCAR. Honest Amish oh has a NASCAR. Have you seen that? Aaron D. Johnston has been uh, promoting that all day long on Facebook. Dude, that's a beautiful car. Yeah, the Honest Amish logo is right there on the hood. So they are a part of NASCAR now. How groovy for the world, I think, other than soccer, I think. We yeah, gotta get no. the Black Betsy Books logo on a NASCAR. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> then we know we yeah, then so, we know we made it. <laughs> yeah. So definitely definitely a big shout out to Honest Amish. That is a really big deal because let's face it, like you guys were saying, NASCAR that is definitely nothing to sneeze at. No. And their logo is now on a car, and I'm I'm very I'm very happy to know that they're doing this. And I know that Aaron D. Johnston is working really really hard to uh, push the product. I'm I'm on his website. I'm on his Facebook page right now. I'm trying to look for the car, and uh, maybe I can send you guys a photo. Oh yeah, there it is. It's number seventy-seven. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys a photo of the car in, in our little uh in our little uh chat room. Chat. Wait till you see it. It's cool. it's a beautiful car. So yeah, it, and don't uh, worry, it, say, it looks awesome and stuff. Yeah. It, it looks awesome. It's got four tires, a roof. There's probably an engine in the hood. Mm. I think it's a pretty big engine. Um he did uh post this photo and I said, unfortunately, this beauty will not race in Atlanta due to the uh, qualifying getting rained out, but Honest Amish sponsors, uh, Bassett Racing Chevy will be on the track in Richmond on April the 2nd. So congratulations, guys. That That's that's a huge, that's a huge deal. And Good yeah, old Aaron. Yeah. I'm going to send you guys a photo of the car real quick. You want to see it? All right. Sure. I just sent you guys I just sent you guys the photo. Take a look at that car. That car is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I told you that car is awesome. Wow. Yeah. The big Amish, Amish logo. So, congratulations, guys. Saluting to you. Of course, uh, all the products are made in the USA, and it's all natural. So they're not going to put okay, any so, chemicals on your body. 
Okay, so question, question. Since since we've been very generous enough to, uh, you know, promote Honest Amish since uh, since it was launched, um, will Aaron allow us to do a live broadcast from inside of the car as it's on the racetrack racing? You know what? We're going to have to talk to we're we're gonna say ask you for a friend. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. I'll probably get if I was in there, I'd probably get creamed into a wall or something, or you know, be uh, you know, you know, be another Dale Earnhardt, you know, <laughs> at the end. Yeah. He went there. He went there. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> it took me a second to get it, but he went there. <laughs> that, I'm just saying it's been my luck, you know. Oh, I mean, well, Tom, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna say this part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is gonna be done out of sheer love, obviously, because I, okay. I do believe that imitation is flattery, but for some weird reason. I can seriously picture that. I can just see the, uh, yeah, uh, um, hey, uh, Bob, um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that wall's coming up kind of close to us. Um, uh, can, can we get away? Can we get away? I'm my watering hole at four. And I gotta let my, and I gotta let my dog out at six. So can you clear the wall? <laughs> I'm not done no. writing my book yet, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, actually that that was that was very clever. That was so funny. That's up there with you. He he comes out with these great little gags. <laughs> Love you, Tom. <laughs> Oh, I love you all too, man. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I mean, you know, you're, you're always our little buddy. Yeah. My dog's going to be a pain in the butt here in a minute because she's heard something outside and wants to go out and I'm not letting her out. No. Like that. <laughs> he has to let the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Now, before we bring on the guest, oh, wait, he's already here. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah, he's already here. Yeah, I'm here. He's already here. It's like it's like the <laughs> shortest commute to work right now. Uh, any announcements well, from any, any announcements? Nick, do you have some announcements? Not necessarily. I've, I've been like uh, uh, smack dab in the middle of uh, of the long process long and lengthy process of uh, of uh, wrapping up royalties and stuff um and uh I'm still uh, as soon as that's finished as soon as that kind of stuff is out of the way then I'm going to get back into cranking out titles and first of which is uh, the now long awaited slasher girl by uh Raina Young. we're going to start off with that and kick off our spring with that and then go from there make exciting announcements about uh, about brand new black bedsheet books authors stuff like that. Just got to get this stuff out of the way first. So we'll probably have a lot more exciting announcements um, next Sunday. All right. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, Liam, any announcements? Huh? Telling you about. You know, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to uh, rearrange my bookshelf again this week and, uh, you know, wait for the new release. Yep. I was got I got my little Rada Young corner with some of her other earlier things. So, uh, you know, I'm already waiting with bated breath, Nick. Groovy. Totally. Okay. So let's yeah, bring them on. Are we Are we ready for the guest tonight? I'm ready. Yeah. We know him. We love him. We can't live without him. We we figured that out because for some reason there was another Francie moment before the show started, which nobody knows about. <laughs> and we realized we cannot live without him. Damn That's it. true. Damn it. Don Sawyer, you are alive. Feel free to curse. Oh, shit. You know me. <laughs> Tom, Tom, he's our man. He can't do it. No one can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I wish I did have. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. There for Gemini. Which nobody can deny. <laughs> Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, good to be here, <laughs> as always. Well, oh, that's good. That's good. As you guys, as now, I told you, I was at the inaugural show of Motor City Legacy. It was at the Detroit Metro Airport. This is the first show ever for this group, and it was a pretty good weekend. Uh, as soon as I got there, I thought, oh, wow, this is going to be great, because they had somebody that did, like, film-grade, like, fake body parts that looked real. I mean, you had people walking around with dismembered legs. I mean, it was funny, because one woman was in a stroller, and they had their kid, and they had a, uh, looked like a torn off amputated foot calf. Oh, wow. You know, that was a sight to see. And then you had somebody that's called, uh, I was, my table was right across another creative people called Decompositions. And they make like skeletons that look like they're just, they, they've been decompo- de- decomposing for a while. And this oh, stuff yeah. looks like it belongs in, in films too. So I took pictures and put a couple of them up there on Facebook. But, um, yeah, he had, uh, it was like, kind of like a combination of be- making new friends and seeing old ones. And it was a real, uh, like, old home weekend one, like other conventions and meeting new people. Um, this one, and, these, you know, it's, I told him, I go, I think for after the first day, I only sold, I think the first night I sold seven books, which the first show I was, I told myself, yeah. 20 would be a good number. You don't know how the crowd is and everything. And after the first night, I thought, you know, I want to do this again. This is a good show. They had, like, the cast of uh, different – they had uh, Amanda Bierce and – God, what's the guy – the kid's name – the guy's name that played uh, in Fright Night, the original. Um, Oh, Stephen. Yeah. Was it William something? I can't think think of his name. Yeah. He was there. I, I, they I had the guy that with... played Leatherface there. Um, they had oh, uh, uh, Bill. What's Leatherface now? Bill Johnson from Part Two. Yeah, but this is from one uh, of the other ones. Texas Chainsaw, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and they had um, got uh, 
I'm drawing a blank here. Um, the, uh, James Duvall from Danny Darko. Danny Darko. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had uh, two main actors and actresses from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, they had a nice mix of different movie. movie people there. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think I remember the one guy's name from that was in Fright Night. I'm drawing a blank. You know, but he he was he was talking and friendly and all that. And um, I want to say uh, what was uh, somebody else from? Uh, oh, the Chucky Two movie was uh, Child's Play Two. Uh, the actress Elise. The last name was Elise. I can't think of her name. Um, Anna Elise. Uh, something like that. She came up to my table and was talking to us and two and everything and checking out everything stuff and all that and. Um, I uh, got a lot of people, uh, I had made postcards that, uh, in Robbie Trust 2 is coming out, so I got a lot of people that are coming to the other conventions I'm at down the road in, like, the summer that are waiting for it and looking forward to it, and well, it was nice, because some people came up and said, oh, I read your, I read, uh, Shadows in the Dark, or I read White Out, and it was really well done, I gotta buy another one, you know, I said, you're, you're a good writer, so it's kind of nice hearing people coming, most of the people that bought books for me were repeat customers again. And then nice. there's some that were there and they were telling the newer people that were kind of scanning it and then they decided to buy some. So it's kind of like word of mouth pretty nice. And it was a good little convention. I sold 21 books. I donated two to Scares That Care and one to one to Scares That Care and one to another charity. And then um, got four left out of 27. Oh, wow. So. Nice. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know, like right where I – now, I did make a purchase I don't normally make where I bought a piece of artwork that a friend of mine, he dresses up like a zombie, goes by Dead Fred. And yeah. I didn't know he was a photographer. None of us that knew him knew that he did photography. He had a display of these outstanding black and white on the order of like Ansel Adams type photographs there. And so I thought, I got, I got to buy one because uh, this is for my house. This is beautiful work, so – Usually I don't spend, you know, that much money, but it was like it was worth it. So it was a fun yeah. convention. The actors, you know, it's funny how horror actors that, that do a lot or in those kind of movies, even some of the good guys, they're just yeah. much, it seems like they're nicer. They're just, you know, especially the bad guys. It was just cool seeing Leatherface. He's posed with kids and girls and old people. And, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, man, and, you know. They're really cool and laid back. It's a nice, you know, the guys that play the villains are really cool people, you know. <laughs> they, they they definitely are. Um, I remember, Nick, what was the name of that movie with the clown that didn't talk, the guy who, what was the name of that movie? Uh, Star Wars. Terrifier. Oh, what? Terrifier. Yeah, the Terrifier. Yeah, the Terrifier clown was there. And, man, I I was amazed at how much the kids loved him. And there was one little boy, they just came into the convention, and he wanted to meet him specifically. He was near our table, and he was pointing to him. He's like, there he is. I got a mom. And they were like, no, his line's too long. Let's make a round. And I went up to the little guy who played the Terrifier. I was like, look, there's a little boy who's a huge fan of yours. And I told him what he was wearing and everything. And uh, and then when he got back in line to meet him, 
I I told him, I was like, I pointed him out. I was like, there he is. He spent so much time with that little boy, and you can tell that that made his day. You know, he was just blown away that he took so much time to uh, recognize him. And when I pointed him, he was, like, shaking his head as he was, uh, you know, talking to other guests. But he made a special point. You're absolutely right. It is amazing at how well, how nice the good, the bad guys are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they figured that, you know, they made that kind of impact and everything. And they said that the, they wouldn't be anything without their fans is what I heard Kane Hodder say one time. And uh, I think we, Bill Mosley and guys like that, so... Oh yeah, it was like they, they, and, and yeah. Here's that. Kara's told me about a story that the late Sid, uh, uh, um, what the heck's his name? He was in Devil's Rejects. Sid Haig uh, told uh, said he, that they were doing something, and they said they didn't have enough money to pay him to come down there. And he goes, "You just get me a room and a table, and I'll fly myself there to help out for this charity fundraiser." So wow. You know, that was kind of a nice story, and I was like, I go, I thought he was a good guy. I got his autograph the last year he was at Motor City Nightmares, and he was just a nice guy, friendly, talked, and, you know. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. funny guy, too. I mean, lots of stories. Oh, yeah. From, like the golden age of, of, of the industry. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing him in the old the old Pam Greer movies when she was getting her start and everything, and, you know, he just... This was talk, you know, talking stories and laughing. So, but it was a good convention. I had a good time. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, just I, I just do it when it was slow or slow periods at every convention. I was coming up with story ideas, of course. So either I don't know whether to make them a novel or a short story yet, but at least I got the idea written down. So, well, that that's that's definitely the big start right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, there we go. William Ragsdale, that's who it was. William Ragsdale. That finally popped into my mind, finally. Jesus. My thumb timers <laughs> are kicking in. Wow, and even Jesus popped into his mind now, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the theater workings of a writer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it was just, it was a nice, and they had some, uh, God, I can't remember, they had a, a, a little person actor that played in uh, some other movie, that was a horror movie where he dressed up like a clown and had a Hitler mustache or something. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I don't remember seeing it. Star Wars? Yeah, I think so. But uh, it was, um, he was fun with the crowd too, you know, and uh James Duvall from Donnie Darko stopped by my table and, hey, how's it going? You doing okay? Yep, I'm doing fine. You know, I was right across from almost where he was in the hallway because I was right near the door where it led out to the hallway. You could see his table and he perused some of your stuff, our books, Nick. So, you know, ah. I told it uh, the actress named Elise that was in uh, Child's Play 2. She played the main blonde girl in the character. Now, huh? Now, did you, uh, did you get a chance to play <laughs> yeah. Say what? There we go. Yeah, did you get a chance to meet Amanda Burst? 
Yeah, actually, I did talk to her. I was talking to her how the last time I seen her, she was at Motor City Nightmares about five years ago, five, six years ago. Cool. And, and she goes, yeah, so, that's uh, the only other one I come to Detroit for, this one and that one. So, so that was kind of cool, you know, and she was right next to William Ragsdale. Nice. So that was kind of, yeah. So they were, it made it convenient for the autograph seekers. I think was there wasn't long lines. They were steady and, you know, consistent, but there wasn't like 100 people in line. So it was kind of like they could go walk around, come back when it was down a little bit. You know, I don't think there was more than 10 people at a time in lines, but you know, we had other writer friends there that, you know, from around that we talked a little bit and told them I'm taking a hiatus after doing, I was, kind of doing an inventory of all the stuff that I've written since 2019 and I've finished and this isn't to brag or anything like that. I was just kind of taking stock of what I've done while I'm tired <laughs> is yeah. I did seven in Rod We Trust book manuscripts since 2019 or late 2018, 2019. I yeah. started one, two. Oh, I got one other, uh, short story manuscript that ties into my book Whiteout completed. I've got, let's see, another thing from Uranus, a book called from The Many Realms of Darkness started. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, I, I was making a joke. Uh, Nick's, yeah, Nick's and I got a, a Horrors of War, uh, a kind of a manuscript for a Horrors of War type thing, um, book and a novel. Started. So I figured, yeah. Okay. There's some more stories from my Twilight Zone type stories that I was going to use and some other ones that I had started and shelved for a while. So, I mean, they're kind of supernatural like war stories, kind of like the comic book in the 70s, Weird War Tales, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but that kind of, I always remember that one. I always thought that was kind of cool and everything and wanted to do something on that order. So, I figured that's, you know, I've got enough manuscripts at least started or written that I could stop writing for nine years and still have one left over for the tenth year. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, it's time to take a break for the spring and summer. You can work on work on the stuff you already have started. That's what I'm going to do, and then just kind of and and develop. You know, just jot down ideas for future oh. stories. But I'm kind of I'm going to sit back and you know. That was really hitting. Relax. I was like, I was, you know, I was on a mission. I was going to get as much writing done as I could, and okay, take a break, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. And you did. I you mean, know. you know, look, look, look at what all you've accomplished so far. It's been great. Yeah, I mean, it's not to brag or anything either. It's just like kind of looking back, like, God, what am I tired? I thought, okay, you did this and you did this, and you know, I was like, well, I was, I guess I was in the is in the zone for three years, so. You know, that's that's a pretty long time to be in that zone, and now it's like I can't even <laughs> think about, you know, yeah, the story, I don't know. It's, and I didn't count on the story ideas I was going to start, and they weren't working out, and logistically I couldn't get them to work. So I figured I wrote at least 80 short stories in three years, started a novel, and, you know, just, <laughs> you know, that's almost like 30 a year. I know. Wow. 
Wow. Because I got extra short stories I didn't even include in the In Rod We Trust stuff that's just kind of sitting out there that I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'll try to see if somebody wants to use them somewhere and get, you know, for their anthology or or whatever. So, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, I'll kick back and relax a little bit. And then sometimes when you do that, you can kind of come up with good ideas and stuff and Cause I got a whole bucket full of ideas that, you know, I kind of got in the back burner. So I even have an idea. And I'm going to run this guy past you guys because it's going to be down the road. But I have an idea for a story about it's either going to be called Stooge or the Stooge Details about the FBI and OSS assigned to protect the three Stooges during World War II after Hitler sent an assassination team to get them and Charlie Chaplin. And oh wow! It, it kind of, I got some kind of comedic but serious stuff there, you know, because he really did have a hit list on them, them for, because they parried him so well, you know. So I well, thought, you know, it'd be a, kind of an interesting twist. You got some guys having to protect and watch over comedians, and you know, and how does that pan out? And I'm got to kind of think, how do I want to write it? I'm leaning towards. Kind of like a guy reflecting either reading his father's journal about it was covert, so nobody should know about it, but he wrote it in his journal, or have a guy kind of tell his son and grandson as he's good before he dies about what happened, because he'd be like almost 100 years old now. So, or even 100. Well, that actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. And then I, it's you kind know, of like I you want ideas. to get into Tom's brain and you want to just, like, get in there and say, okay, now i got a story. Because, I mean, that I think that's great that your little, you, not your little brain, that your brain does not stop working. That is awesome. Yeah, that's what my wife says, too. She kind of goes, God, somebody goes, is he always like this? And it's like, yeah. Because, like, when I came up, I was just sitting there trying to think of, a title for the book that eventually became From Paradise to Hell. I'm just yeah. sitting there, and I, I couldn't even think about it. And I, I sort of got I heard a voice. It's probably my brother from the great beyond or something saying, From Paradise to Hell. we got a paradise in Michigan. we got a hell in Michigan. So, you know, if you're thinking of all stories in Michigan, that's perfect. And I, and I just, my wife was sleeping in her recliner watching TV, and it's like, or I was. She was sleeping. And I go, that's it. From Paradise to Hell. You know, she goes, racking my brain trying to think of a title. You know, and she goes, yeah, that'll work. And she woke up, she goes, what? And she goes, I go, the title from Paradise. And she goes, yeah, that'll work. That's good, you know. <laughs> but but, well, but I think we would it, appreciate it. this. In a future In Rod We Trust book, I wrote a story. This is after I drove by a lake. I saw a nice-sized boat out in it. Well, uh-huh. You know, kind of a lake boat, but it had an upper platform and lower, you know. It's a good-sized boat for a lake, but... Um, and I had an idea for a story involving the Titanic. So sometimes you just look at things and thought, hey, what if, you know, what if a couple of grifters had to con their way to get on the Titanic to get out of England because of their crimes, you know, and go from there. So I just kind of, you know, sometimes you kind of look at things just odd and, you know, I don't know, you kind of take a a twist out of them. Yeah. Pardon? They they just kind of work it from there. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. Well, so well you definitely have my full attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I thought it was one of my better ideas because, you know, they were like uh, former stage actors, and they weren't making a very good living at it, and they linked up with a guy that was a grifter, con artist, and he needed somebody that could act and play a role. So he included them in there. He ended up getting caught, but they learned their trade enough from him to pretend, pretend the the husband was a professor and his wife was this, you know, madam who could see the future in her crystal ball thing and con richer upper crust widows and stuff like that out of money and stuff. So, and and the authorities are getting on their tail. So they decided, well, the woman was going to go to America, and they said, well. Don't go now. I see nothing but death and, you know, and all that. The woman actually had a real, a real vision when trying to con the woman out of her tickets. It was a real vision of what was going to happen when they got on the ship. So, but she, they didn't believe, you know, she didn't really believe it. She just thought she was really in her role. And, you know, you know, they got on the ship to get away and start a new life. But, you know, there goes, I kind of, we go went over it, but there's more detail to that, uh, you know. So hopefully I didn't give it away for you too much, William. But you know, no, you know. But uh, definitely sounds good so far, though. So you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of, I don't know. It's weird because sometimes I'll watch a TV show or a movie or see something on, you know, driving down the road or hear a song or something. I don't know, and your mind kind of gets rolling. It's always kind of. It's one of those things that seems like I can't turn it off sometimes, but well, sometimes I can't think of an idea to save my life. That happened with you? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, more more times than not, I, 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 you know, I, I'm musically inclined. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got, I got multiple playlists on my uh, computer. And then, uh, you know, it just kind of depends on what, uh, what genre that I'm working with. Like, um, if I'm gonna do a horror one, you know, my horror piece uh, actually starts off with the full audio from uh, Disney's Haunted Mansion. And oh, okay. It, uh, and then from there, it rolls into some of the uh, scores from some of the uh, early Universal films. So you know, I've got okay. uh, Dracula, The Mummy, and uh, Wolfman. So we own that album as Disney's Haunted Mansion album, that Haunted Halloween sounds or whatever. As a kid, when yeah. I was a kid. So that was, yeah, was always I, a fun one. Totally. I mean, uh, of course, I, I saw it on eBay once, and I was and I was totally regretted the fact that uh, you know it, it was lost over the years. <laughs> so uh, you know, more zeros than than when it was originally available. But I think the other thing that helps me too is when I have a hit a writer's block on one story, hit a dead spot. Mm-hmm. I always have, it seems like I have one or two others, at least one or two others in the, okay, I need a break from this one. I'll start another one and then get that one going. And by the time I get done with that, start of that one or whatever, I'll go back to the other one and finish that one. So I kind of, I think that's why I got so many done in that short time was always had one that I was thinking about while I was working on the one, you know, that was kind of nice. But now, like I said, it's just like, okay, time to let your brain rest a little bit and just do a little bit of work leisurely writing at times. So, but I'm planning, I was in, oh, I don't want to tell Francie and Nick, I was invited to a halfway to Halloween 
uh, like a outdoor type thing. Like a, like a wow. That was brilliant yeah. barking. <laughs> yeah. You know, an outdoor wolf. Well, uh, <laughs> outdoor uh, scenes for like Halloween. They do like it's called uh, um, terror. I got I got I got it right here. It's a piece of paper they gave me because I was talking to the person that runs it. It's called um, halfway to Halloween. It's at the um, Terrified Forest, and it's like in Pinckney, Michigan, which is a small town west, north, a little bit northwest of me, about a half forty-five minutes away from me. But I was invited to be a vendor there and. And, you know, maybe try to sell my books because they figure they'll have about 2,000 people come through there. And that's me. Well, that's not, so that's, no, that's – so that should be that's fun. Awesome. So, that's yeah, awesome. That's awesome, Sauce. Yeah. No! Yes, that is awesome. No! Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. That's terrible, Sauce. And then April 2nd, I'm up in – Cadillac, Michigan. Not your announcement, for though. The, huh? Yeah, I think your, the your announcement yeah. wasn't terrible, sauce. I'm sorry, oh. that was. Oh, was good. So, yeah, so I got something next month, and then May too. So, you know, nice. I'm just. And and something else that uh, you were talking about that you want to start. Oh yeah, a cast. Yeah, I'd like to start call it the writers block and have writers. Of course, I'm going to be hitting up on all three of you guys, and I'd be promoting our show as well here and all that. But it'd be just strictly talk about writing, you know, because I could bore people to death just talk about writing. So it's good to have writers on it. You know, I was even talking to my old writers group that I helped start that I left um, a while back that. They'd be interested in coming on sometime, and you know, uh, you know, basically talk about aspects of writing or who influenced you or something. So, yeah, I'm thinking maybe after maybe June or July is what I'd like to, you know, get started on it. Okay. I think I think that's you know, a maybe, great idea. Maybe like have it on like at midnight Eastern Standard Time Friday night or Saturday night, you know, because I know there's a lot of people that are writing burning the midnight hours then, so and they'd probably be able to call in better too. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that you and don't worry, William, he's not leaving us. Nope, nope, that's just an extension. Okay. Yeah. So. Hey, another addition. I was told by, uh, well, I think um, others that try, try to market your brand, promote your brand. So and I'm like, well, that'd be one way of doing it. And that was from, one, one of them was from my friend who said, Tom, you need to do a podcast or something because you talk about paranormal or something like that. And I go, what about writing? You know, and then just there's enough writers out there, you know. Or you need an hour of their time, you know. It's like, and I mean, not not to mention, uh, you know, on top of that part, um, you know, we can always, if we, if you play the cards the right way, you can also inspire the next generation of the writers. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking how many people, you know, say they want to try it and then they just walk away. Mm-hmm. And for the nights that I don't have guests, I can talk. I got like my own writing rules, you know, be entertaining and capture the audience early. And, you know, what I learned from journalism and stuff and um, the other. And um, let's face it, you, you also have a big slew of writers. I mean, the black bed sheet book. Yeah. You guys are like a family. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, well, you got yeah, be going through them and others. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Jonathan Mayberry. I mean, he'll yeah. he'll probably Maybe young. I mean, you got a bunch of them. I mean, you know, you, could, yeah. you know. And we just did you know talk about their projects and writing and what they find easy or hard or you know. And if they could only stay a limited time, you could do a half hour, and then the other half could be, you know. Well, now that you know, and in fact, it'd probably be like an advertisement for Black Sheet Books in a way, too, because you know you could, you know, promote other stuff and all yeah, that. So I, that's what I'm thinking. I, 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 totally, I have, I guess, if I have so much fun doing this, I thought, you know, that'd be a good idea to talk about writing. And there's got to be younger writers out there, like William said, to help. Don't be afraid. You can talk to people about, you know, your craft and. Not be put down or thought that's stupid. You know, you know, it's a safe space, so to speak, for writers. Yeah, a writer's haven. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Early. and uh, most definitely. I mean, Francie and friends. Well, of course, we're going to support you. Yeah. I mean, you've been with us for years. You you've been through hell and high water with me. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, that's that's what friends and family do, you know. That's, you know. Yeah, and, and yeah, we think, definitely you know, love you. Yeah. Well, and you. I think Back you and you, William well. had a bromance. And that's why I we I asked William, I was like, You gotta come on board, man. You and Tom, you guys got a bromance going on. <laughs> yeah, we click, you know, yeah. we just kinda you know, have that camaraderie, you know or whatever you want to call it, I mean, the chemistry for the show, you know. Yeah, exactly. The other thing I would like to do is, I have to admit, Francie, you and Nick influenced me, because I'm thinking about seriously trying to do, like, a for Halloween someplace, to make my favorite watering hole, you know, trick-or-treat, give them a book or something, you know. Oh, there you go, man. It it was amazing. Because there's not many many kids kids around there where I live. I don't even have sidewalks, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I was, a little bit in the sticks. Yeah, give out the give out the books. I I was totally surprised. We, you know, I even told the kids I was mm-hmm. like, "We're out of candy right now. I'm so sorry." And they're like, "We don't care about the candy. We want the books." And it's yeah. like, wow, <laughs> I'm not afraid of the next generation now. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. They they want yeah, the book for the future. Yeah, yeah, because maybe so, uh, you can inspire the next Stephen King or you know the. There you, know. you go. Yeah, and uh, or I you know, or just name somebody, you know, or J.K. Rowling or whoever. I mean, that's you know, but it's, yeah. you know, it's like you know, I think we, I could have fun with the the blog talk radio, the writer's block. I already got the name for it, so. I you like know. I like that name too. Yeah. 
and like I said, so, you know, if you have, it's it's pretty easy to, to set up the account for Block Talk Radio. Yeah, I just have to get host. past my tech. I just have to get past you being a tech tard, and you know, <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, if so, I if I'm able I hit to figure out what? the studio, anybody can. Okay. <laughs> yep. So. so. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. Oh, we got a caller. Oh, cool. Area oh. code five seven four. Your life. How y'all doing? Hi. What's wrong with that man? I'm not even sure that's a male. Is that a man? What y'all talking about? He's a, that man there. He sounds like he needs to talk to Doctor Phil. He sounds a little upset. He makes me anxious when I listen to it. I'm getting anxious. Just listening to the man that you well, what you talking about? What you talking about? How big is your mustache? Okay, Howard, hang it up. Yeah. Okay, five, seven, four. <laughs> Take a deep breath, yeah. count to ten. Yeah. <laughs> what is cool. area code? What is area code five seven four? Hold on. That's groovy. That's yeah. special. We, it warms my heart. I sound like I need Dr. Phil. Are you kidding me? I'm not quite sure what that meant. (laughs) I mean, he's almost as bad as Dr. Fauci. (laughs) That that warmed my heart. Well, hey, those are like a little encouragement from Howard Stern. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, could it be? That's what I was wondering. Like I said, all right, could it be now? Pretty. That's who I thought it was. I thought it was right Howard Stern. That's right why I said, all right, Howard. That's and I hit a pothole and I went in a ditch. And you know what happened to me? It's something I can't really describe. No, but I think you're going to tell us. It went right up my butthole there. The, the whole thing it just 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 impaled me right there. And you know how hard it was. I took my my right foot there, and then I took my left foot. There. As hard as that you know what will cure that? I pushed on my butthole. You that, dude? And it popped right out my butthole. But I never well, you need it. It sounds like you need my book, The Thing from Uranus, to cure you. I know, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, The that Thing out. from Uranus is a really good book. And all kinds <laughs> my of My grandmother things. shot me when I was nine. Oh, I kind of don't blame her. I believe that. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, and I reached up and I grabbed a little piece of chicken when I wasn't supposed to do it. And she just pulled out a goddamn shot and shot me right in the leg right there. Boy, don't ever do that again. I never stole in my life. I bet one of you is a thief. I bet one of you stole something right there. I can smell oh, it yeah. on your boy. No. I believe you oh, have yeah, like dozens of things. You have things. one of them things on you right there. Yeah. One of them vapors on your on your ankle. I see them before. I did. I cut mine off uh, a year ago, and I just leave it at home. What? What did you cut off a year ago? You cut your leg. My leg, my ankle, my ankle leg for because I'm not allowed to leave the house. Why? Why We have it on your Howard. Why? I'm guessing so. Well, you people are talented, aren't you? Right there. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to do your show, but son of a bitch, 
Somebody got to have something interesting to say that. Go ahead. So the wow. woman cut her ankle bracelet off there about a year ago. So why did you have one to begin with? What did you do? I bet you probably molested somebody. I, I did terrible, terrible things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you write? She beat up a book burner. It's your your fucking shit. Yeah, definitely something around. But she was not a crime. Yeah. God damn. Hey, man, you ain't paying me yet, man. So I'm waiting on. I think, you know, the funniest thing to me is is that you're not funny. No one is. Nobody can do it. No one. I can do it all fucking night, but I'm not going to. That's funny to me. So nobody's listening to you, right? So that's why I'm on, right? Because you have exactly one caller, which is me. So that's interesting. So what the fuck were you talking about? Some shit about Joe Biden. I wonder who's a Republican, who's, who, who thinks they're a libertarian, and then who thinks they're a Democrat right there. I wonder who it is. I bet the lesbian thinks she's a libertarian, I, think, I believe, because that's how they live, right? She's in the middle. So, so she's flopping around in the middle there, and you have a gay man yeah, he's gone. Who the hell are you talking about? <clears throat> I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I hung up. I hung up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, Tom. I, I did not know oh, that. Oh no, it that was, was, that was hilarious. He was funny. He was, he was. A, he, that was funny because when he said his brother, his grandmother shot okay, him, I go, he, I don't blame her. <laughs> he's back. Yeah, that was back. really funny. Uh, actually, okay. no matter who it is, if it's. Uh, Howard Stern, or if it's uh, somebody else or somebody working for him or something, it's mm. a little kind of like a, uh, I, I don't know, it, it warms my voice? heart. <laughs> it's impossible for you to be married to a woman with that voice right there. No, you, no way. That's funny. I'm sorry I'm just listening, but there's no way that, that motherfucker needs to keep talking. Just let him talk, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious, man. Go ahead, keep talking. I don't care what you talk about. I gotta hear that fucking voice, man. It's fucking amazing. Oh, well, we were talking about writing, so you know. Yeah, you're talking to the no great book. Tom Sawyer, not the fictitious one, but the real life yeah, one. Tom Sawyer, nice mm-hmm. Mark Twain character. But he's still going to release the best of Bob Sawyer. Down the river. Well, I guess I didn't paint a fence, but I didn't sail down the river. If it's black, you know you're mad. A Tom Sawyer. Go ahead, man. Keep yep. on talking there. Yeah. I bet you're a bus driver. <laughs> but I'm a what? Steering wheel Just whipping the steering wheel around. A big, one of them big son bitches. Like, what are them RTA What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Tell me what you do right. for a living. Can't make oh. something up in one what is that asshole there that his voice is so terrible that it automatically spoiled my food in the microwave? That what do you do for a living? All right. Oh, okay. and do clerical work. Bus driver. <laughs> you do a little bit of everything. <laughs> now that's funny. That works for you, man. But so you're a male secretary. You're a male secretary right there. You write stuff. No, I'm not a secretary. Fancy notes. Okay. No, not you a secretary. Work. You're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. No. What do you? I do clerical work in a law firm. 
Exactly. Hey. I said lawyer before you said law firm. So I want you all to remember that. So you're I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, you work for that. So you're a fucking so secretary. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, Mr. Collins. How far down in the south are you? Oh, look, listen to the flannel wearing lesbian right there just yelling out. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Just How far down in the south are you? <laughs> Pass the Mason Dixon How many shirts do you have, honey? Are you, do you live in Oregon? Do I live in live Oregon? In no, Seattle. I don't live in Seattle. No. Minnesota? No, I'm not Maine. in Minnesota. No, I'm not in Maine do either. Do you go hunting? Do you no, go hunting? No, I, I can't even kill a fly. Better get a bear. Now, listen, don't even try that. No, you're not good enough to do that. What kind of yeah. damn coonhound is that in the background there? It sounds hungry. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a hunting dog, ain't it? You, where you no. go hunting? <laughs> that's my dog, I Marley. I really like this guy. She got, <laughs> she got settled for like four seconds. I thought that was half funny. German yeah. Shepherd, Nick. I know you got to learn it, right? I thought that, I thought that was funny. You got to practice a little bit, though. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, you, you got to make an effort on it, though. I'm kind of liking this guy. They call me brother, sister, man. That's right. They say I'm brother inbred. Jay King says I'm inbred and stuff, and I don't believe my dad. Everybody well, says so, so, so you're your own grandpa. What? What? So brother, I, sister, I like man. Where you, where are you from originally? Well, brother, sister, man, where are you from originally? Because I noticed a little bit of a hit of the uh, Louisiana Creole in you. Nope. Cleveland, Ohio, sucker. That's how much you know about people's accents and shit. So, fuck you. How about That's that? That's true. That's true. <laughs> how about I let that marinate in your rabbit soup? Well, hey, Cleveland rocks, you know. I mean, you got, you yeah. got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, we just yep. got a good quarterback. That's what happened right last year. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that too. We got a blackie day. And uh, you know blackies like blackies. So you throw to the black guys in there. It'll all be good. We're going to win the Super Bowl next week. That's what's going to happen. Like that. I'm telling you, man, but I mean, you got to cover all the essentials. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Right, Tom? Yep. You yep. know what? You know why Cleveland don't have fucking cheerleaders there? You know why it, you know, the wind swirls over there at that stadium right there. It's right off for fucking life, right? You know, they used to call it the mistake all that. So they don't have cheerleaders because they just fly away. We tried it one year, and they really these girls just, just fucking, you never know where they were at. You know, the little pom-pom flying. So here's what we do now. We got a couple 300-pounders, like, like this woman right here that's on the show right now. We got a couple big old girls, right? We put one on each end, right there. Big old Real like wife, girls, right? Like your wife. And this, this, this lesbian huh? Yeah, big old 400 pound women. Well, they stopped the fucking wind. So now we can have cheerleaders. But it took us 35 years to figure that out. That you put a big one right there on one end and a big one right there on the other end. And it don't fucking bother you no more. And you don't lose your cheerleaders right there. It's just, just. So you marry them? Well, you know what? That's absolutely yeah. genius. If yeah. you marry one of them, it's the same as marrying them all. That's just how it is. You know how it is right there. It's certainly that way. And that was just all kind of just, we're all together. That's why on one side of the mountain, one leg 
is a little bit short. You just spread your cement and you just kind of walk through the, the trees. The trees are really dead. And you stay there your whole life from a little bit of being kid until you're big old. You're grown up, right? You can peel up the overalls there. And one leg, I mean, the mound is crooked, right? So you, so you can't go to the other side now. You'll just fall the fuck down. You just tumble over and keep on tumbling because your leg is shorter than the other. But you know what's funny? You go over top of You go over top of those right? people there. The opposite leg is shorter than what your leg is. It's amazing to me, man. It's the opposite. But they can go back and forth on their side of the mountain, and I can go back and forth on my family. On my side of the mountain, everything's fine. If you meet at the top, it's a fucking problem. Man. Everybody's falling down, and nobody can get their balance or nothing to us. Right at the top of it. Get some collard greens, some cornbread, some mac and cheese, and we're good to go. 
Oh my gosh, now I want mac and cheese. Now I want to watch Andy yeah. Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> well, dog. Now Andy. 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 Dinner's on the table. Come on. You know on. a show I liked a lot. All of the fun. With Ronnie Howard. Good show. And Good that, was, that show was that show is accurate. You know what I mean? All the family there. It shows accurate right there. I love that Sanford and Son. All in the family. All of, I'm trying to think. Is that the one where the uh, the, the Beast Boy's daughter? And I used to watch the Soul Train. I'll tell you that. My daddy didn't. He didn't know. But I would watch Soul Train sometimes late at night there and watch them little color girls just scooting their butts up there and then little tiny little skirts and just dancing. Oh, yes. I know how to do that too. Yes, sir. I like it. I was watching Soul Train the other week. I had a Soul Train marathon thanks to the magic of YouTube. And then the 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 the, the private dance. Okay, come on, come on. What what's your real name? She's drinking booze frog. She's she's tired. I'll do that. Drink some more, honey. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Judd, poor Buccaneer, Brother Kappa Santa Claus. Hey, Together. 
<laughs> you call me some kind of homosexual? If I was a homosexual, at least you'd be with like a Brad Pitt or the Leonardo DiCaccio nope, the, the right there. I would do that there. Maybe I'd consider that, right? If I was if I was a little bit drunk one night, right, and I was sick, you know, it just happened. That's but not that fucking whiny ass Jew son of a bitch to just talk to. No, no. No, yeah. Did he just say Brad Pitt or Brad Pitt? It sounded like you said Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Slitt and Leonardo DiCaccio. I know them. I, I know them. I've seen them on the TV there. And they're handsome people, right? They're good-looking men. So if I was beside myself, what I had a little bit too much peach moonshine there and Boone's Farming, you, you can't mix those two together, by the way. That's absolutely a fucking problem. If you mix moonshine... And booze farm wide, you're fucked, right? Who knows what will happen in the morning? Because I woke up in the ditch before. I woke up with a high heel on, right, and a goddamn garter on my leg there. And uh, I didn't know, what, and I was naked other than that, and I had no idea what happened. It took me three days to get home, really. I, thankfully, I knew everybody in Trailer Park. They fed me a little bit and just said, keep going that way. And I just kept on going. I, I, to this day. I don't know what happened. So you can't mix Spoon's Farm and and uh, Moonshine. But back, back to your fantasy. Back to yeah. your fantasy so, about Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and uh, and we don't need to there. And yeah, they uh, jump on you. I'm in the woods. Religious I think, people. Well, you know, if I had to do it, if somebody made me do it, maybe him, maybe maybe the, the, the Tom Cruise, uh, maybe that one there. I don't know. It's confusing. It's not something I really want to explore very much. Why do you talk about this on your show? Dave? Why do you talk about men want to be homosexual? I, I could be a swimmer. We're talking about men. Really, that's very famous right now. You could be, I could say, hey, I'm a woman, and I jump in the pool there, and I just swim, swim way there, and I win a bunch of little fake uh, um, chocolate gold medals, and uh, that's it, right? And I'm get on TV. That. That happened. I could do that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know that, that that's a common what thing down here. What kind of car do you have? I bet you got. I bet you drive a Toyota. I bet uh, the over under is right now. I, you drive a fucking Toyota, guaranteed. What do you drive? Who? Say, go ahead and Who say. Who drives a Toyota? I drive a Honda. What are you assholes? I drive a hamster ball. What? I drive a Ford. I drive a Kia. Well, okay. I missed. <laughs> I, I, I do want a 1985 Toyota Corolla, though. Those little box cars, they're, they're little boxes, those little white cars. Where well, how are you every... letting her speak? Is it her show? <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up. Go tight. No, no, I'm not going to shut up. This is my show. Cut your hair above your ears. Whatever, whatever lesbians do. What do lesbians do every day? No, I'm not a from, lesbian. Are you from Canada? I'm engaged to Nick. Yeah. I, I am strictly dickly, dude. You're confusing lesbian with thespian. She is a thespian. Yeah. <laughs> that was mildly funny. Okay. <laughs> That was mildly funny. Glad somebody finds something I ever say funny, even mildly. Right. I mean, it's rare. So, yeah. all right, put the calendar because it's going to take another fucking year. But okay, you got you got a half-assed one there. All right. 
I never kissed a girl. I never tasted chapstick. I never kissed a girl. I never tasted chapstick. No, I'm, you know, I know it's kind of politically incorrect to say that you're Don't you want to hit her with a fucking Louisville slugger right there in the fucking seat, whatever she has? Don't you? Does that boy and that woman not make you want to hit her with a bat? Right in her mouth. Keep on talking, honey. I don't no, care what you're saying. I just, goddamn, it's just, just a, just a whack, like a 32 weight bat, whack, right in your fucking grill. Just shut up. That's what we do in you, Alabama. That's you, why I you want to take a bat? You want to take a bat to my mouth? You know how to make a brownie sandwich? You want to hit me the in the mouth with a Louis B. Slugger? I do. That's what Why? your voice makes me want. What did I do after. to you? I know I have a terrible you, voice, you and that's why suck. I decided to do the show. Because I do have a you, terrible voice. You, you should hear me sing. I love you want to hear me no, sing a song? Oh, my God. Please. No, you don't want to hear that. I heard that already once. I can sing a song for you. Sing a job song. Sing a help job song. That's what all you lesbians like. Go ahead and sing a help job song. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Oh See what you did, Nick? See what your you and your boy did? I know that wench knows a goddamn fucking lyrics or something. Right now, she just can't remember something. So if I talk long enough, something will come to her. Right? Sing a song, because it, it would be fantastically funny. If you fucking sing, because it, it was painful with just singing them numbers there. And go ahead and do it. Just think of something. All right. What do you want? Right. What do you want? Oh, dear. Ray, a drop of golden sun, <laughs> me a name, I call myself, following my way to run, so to run. I need a school and thread, sing, sing a pop, uh, and that would be funny, sing Steve, I drink with jam and bread, that will bring us back to dope. Right. Why does her family killed her? A deer. A female. She probably killed all her other family. Why, really? There's no, she don't have any left. I, I don't have any nose. I can't carry a spoon in the bucket, okay? I already I know that. Yeah, not everybody Why can get help and do this cheerleader. Come on. That, that, that's just repeating a fucking fact, right? It's known that you can't sing, so don't. Give it a, don't qualify it again. But I sing like, for you, which I'm hoping is going to don't, be don't my to new friend. I sing for you. Frank Tower, Frank Tower. I can oh, sing. Hey, I got dogs cooking in the microwave. I got a week's no, worth of sausage from Lassie's remains. And my Snoopy soup will make you go insane. Oh, I think it's canine tonight. And it's a great Dane, he's not alive. But his ribs are queuing underneath my chimes. Yeah, that's a terrible song, Nick. We don't <laughs> eat dogs here. We don't eat dogs. So what my mama taught me. Nick, my Nick. mama 
my mama taught me that. We didn't even no. have microwaves back then. <laughs> no, well, seriously, you know? mystery caller, what's your name? I thought we dumped the hillbilly. Oh, is he gone? Good. I think we lost him. I don't yeah, think he, he liked went from the song. funny to bad real quick. I don't think he. I don't think he liked my singing voice. Well, I didn't like some of his comments either. Yeah, I didn't like him either. Either. <laughs> it was funny. I was going to really kind of got... if it was Howard Stern or not. I was going to be as bold as to say uh, uh, something like either I'm unvaccinated. Uh, or or what's it like living alone because I heard lately that he's like reclusive and he's by himself and he absolutely hates he he said actually uh, in like a news uh, article he said something about how uh, um, um, something to the extent of if you're not vaccinated you deserve to die it's not exactly like that but it's like uh, you you deserve something It, it was something that harsh so I well, was going to, like, maybe stump him by saying something like that. And if he hung up, I would know that it, that was Howard Stern. That was Howard Stern. That was Howard Stern. That was the same area code. Remember, Tom? Was well, I was trying to figure out yeah. uh, if, he's, if he absolutely is Indiana. or not. But we do know for that sure was, because he he played a segment of your show on his so we do know, but sometimes I'm I'm suspect to say maybe Indiana, he's paying somebody to do it, or maybe he's hanging yeah, out with somebody and he says, "Okay, oh, well, let's call Francie." Yeah, that <laughs> not was, that I, that I mean I really like our... Howard Stern, but uh, yeah. what would he call our show though? I mean it just seems like it seems out of. He seems like he'd be pranking another show. I, I, I think that uh, he listens to our show. And I think it goes through and listens to shows. He's uh, only calling when we have kind of our laid back shows. Uh Yeah, remember the preacher man? Remember the preacher man? What was the area code? 574. Yeah. And it seems like they're always southern. Yep. That, that, That was Howard Stern. That was Howard Stern, you guys. I believe it. He, he called us back again. He, yeah, because remember, Tom, when he was on that one time, he kept calling with different area codes, but the first area yeah, he was code about was 574. Women's body parts fact, and shit. Guess you know? what I got queued up? Let's, uh, listen, listen. I'm going to push the phone. Well, anyway. You're talking about Jerry Lewis. I you want to hear me calling in to a Jerry Lewis tribute radio show. Got a funny phone call. Yeah, yeah. Did a uh, Jerry Lewis tribute, but I ruined it. Okay. Slapstick of another kind. It's like the weirdest Jerry Lewis movie I've ever seen. We got a caller. Jerry called nine zero three. Hey, how are you? Uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm just reeling from this Jerry Lewis news. You know, my grandparents are in their 90s. Wow. And my, I'll take... That was the same voice. Yeah. Do you agree? That's yeah. That's yeah. him. You know, I just realized I was actually on the Howard Stern show for uh, all but like uh, 
four or five seconds there at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That that was the voice. Yeah. You know, I was thinking if he could speak to you, that could that could really help. He just southernified it. That's all he did. He just southernified it. Would that be all right?
Yeah. yeah. We got to come yeah, up with you, a game you, plan for you him were next there, time, Tom. Nick was there. Yep, we come up with a game plan I came for him. out to Nick. I was like, how much And Nick said, yes. Every and, time you whisper Howard Stern, I remember the old Sizzler commercials where somebody would like be strolling across a beach and like get a seashell and pick it up and listen in into it and it would go Sizzler. <laughs> Honey, we're going yeah, to that Sizzler tonight. That I We can just do that all the time. Howard Stern. So I think well, he right. listens I, I, to. I think he listens to us, and I think I think he's like, well, okay, this is a laid back show. I'm going in for the kill. That's why I said. Well, that's, that's the case, said, Howard. Thank you, Howard. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's yeah, Howard. If that um, I'm gonna go potty. Uh, Howard, if that was you, thank you. We appreciate you calling in again. You don't have hey, to play this. Yeah, you don't have to tell like a hillbilly every time. Look at that. Francis is going to go potty on the air. Yeah. You don't oh, have to sound like a hillbilly for every them. call, though, you know? I mean. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to go potty on the air. What? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. You hear and then there was no, three. actually, that was Char-Char. He was drinking water off out of the faucet. And <laughs> I was putting it close. Okay, okay, we got to end the show because Block Talk Radio is going to cut us off. Uh, Tom, you were awesome as always. Congratulations on all the updates and the news and the projects. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening and having me as a guest tonight, you know. Well, thanks, Howard, for uh, the party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one hell of a night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we accomplished a lot. Oh, and, and Tom, Tom, you're also one of my best authors. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. Well, there yeah. you go. That means a lot. That means yeah. a lot. We love Nick, you, Tom. Nick. Yeah. Because the we love you, that, Tom. That oh, yes, really we nice do. Cause... When you're not near us, we're blue. <laughs> oh, Tommy, <laughs> we love you. Well, thanks. And with that, I wish you all good night and have a good day tomorrow. All, all right, right. Have a good night, man. Awesome. Here's a song for all awesome three song. of you. Awesome no! Awesome song. Right. Here's a song for all three of you.
Love you too. Love you. I really, really love you. They love me. They really, really love me. <laughs> love you guys. Love you too. Have a good night, folks. We'll see you next Bye. week. Remember Hamster Bye. Bye. That's right. We have a good week. Stay tuned. Get ready for to see us next week with Gemini Burke. Gemini Burke. Yes. Good night, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.